his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Our next guest is in St. Louis for a special event tonight at the JCC's Stainberg Family Center, part of St. Louis County Library's Black History Celebration. He is award-winning broadcaster and author of Driving the Green Book, A Road Trip Through the Living History of Black Resistance. Alvin Hall, thanks for joining us on KMOX. Debbie, I'm very happy to be here. You are going to have a great presentation tonight talking about this book and other things. Um, I, I think, sadly... With the lack of teaching of black history in this country, most Americans are learning about things from TV shows. I, I'm thinking about HBO's Watchmen, which taught yeah. most of America about Tulsa's Black Wall Street Massacre. We learned about the Green Book from Lovecraft Country and, of course, the movie Green Book that came out in 2018. And there may be people listening right now who don't even know what it is right now. So I- explain a little bit about what the Green Book is is and was and what got you interested in it? Debbie, the Green Book was created in 1936 by Victor Hugo Green and his wife Alma. They had been traveling back and forth to Richmond, Virginia, where Alma had relatives, and they had encountered what Victor called aggravations on the road. So he started this publication so that he and his friends in those days traveling primarily around New England would be able to find places where they could get services, food, clean restaurants, places to sleep on the road, safe harbors for African-American travelers doing Jim Crow and segregation. When he started this publication, it focused primarily on New England. But starting in 1938, he rolled it out across America. Eventually, the Green Book included the Caribbean, Canada, every state in the United States, and some places in Europe. And it became the guide for African-Americans seeking to find services that they wanted when they traveled on the road. There were other competitors out there during this period of time, but the one that has lasted the longest is Victor Hugo's The Negro Motorist Green Book. I, like most people, had never heard of this publication, and I was born in the South during segregation, Debbie. I encountered the first mention of the Green Book on a plane flight from the U.S. to London. When I fly, I like to read magazine articles. And I think it was in a sidebar that they mentioned the Negro Motorist Green Book. I thought, oh, what is this? When I got back to New York City, I went to the Schomburg Center for Research into Black Culture in Harlem, and there I found the largest collection of green books in the United States. And that exploration started me on this journey. That's amazing. I remember in 2017, which was the year before the movie Green Book came out, it became a topic of discussion in Missouri because the NAACP issued a travel advisory for for black people traveling through the entire state of Missouri. And people were talking about the Green Book, which led a lot of people to be like, what? What was the Green Book? So uh, when you found out about it and didn't know that it existed, as you said, you know, you you would have thought it might be 
laying around somewhere while you were growing up? Um, it wasn't because we were too poor to own a car. I was raised in a small farming village in the northern Florida panhandle, so there would have been no need for us to have the Green Book. When we did travel, one of my relatives, primarily my uncle's son, would drive us to Lake City, Florida to visit my uncle Louie. And so we did that trip all in one day. So there was no need for the Green Book. But I then discovered when I first looked at the Green Book, that in Tallahassee, Florida, near where I lived, Debbie, there were two Green Book locations that I had never known about. So we can be erased around these places, and history can be sitting there in full sight, but we never know it without knowledge. In your travels while you were writing this book, are there places you'd recommend people go now where maybe there was a real effort to preserve some of these pieces of black history? Oh, yes. I would recommend that people visit Birmingham, Alabama to see the A.G. Gaston Motel, which was one of the premier places where African-Americans stayed. Um, one of the places that is still there but is not functioning is the Ben Moore Hotel in uh, Montgomery, Alabama, a beautiful building on a corner street that's now dilapidated, but you can see what the glory days of this building was like. In Miami, there is the historic Hampton House, which was featured in a movie. It was also a Green Book location. One of the wonderful things about this trip is that I found not only these places, but Debbie, I learned about these high-end black resort communities that I never knew about, like Idlewild, Michigan, Fox Lake in Angola, Indiana, and Oak Bluffs in Massachusetts. These are places where black professionals needing to get away from Jim Crow and prejudice and be around black people would go for the summer and spend time there just enjoying themselves away from the restrictions of being black in America. I imagine the Green Book had to be updated a lot. And it sounds... I, I, I. To me, it sounds like it would be a scary job because it would obviously happen if there was a really bad experience or a place went out of business or, you know, something awful happened to someone and they had to go, oh, got to revise this section of the Green Book. Or how did that work? The Green Book was published every April or May, just before the holiday season began for the summer. Victor started out accumulating these locations on his own based on his experience. But Victor worked as a postman in Hackensack, New Jersey. And at the time, there was a black postman's union and a white postman's union. And so using his connection in both places as the postman went around, they would talk to people about the Green Book or bring back information about the location to him. And then he would approach the place about being listed or advertising in the Green Book. As the publication grew and more and more people used it because black people were buying cars, wanting to get on the road and see America, Victor was able to hire agents in various cities to look for businesses that would be appropriate for the Green Book. And in various publications, he also advertised, if you're looking to increase your business from travelers, African-American travelers, then advertise in the Green Book. So it was updated annually. And 
Victor was very, very careful about vetting the types of businesses and the quality of businesses because he wanted African-Americans to have a positive on-the-road experience, to go to places where they were welcomed. You are a very well-rounded man because I understand you are a financial educator and you also hosted an award-winning financial show on the BBC. You've won awards for your podcast, Driving the Green Book. So for people who may have loved that podcast, what should they know about the book? Uh, The book complements the podcast but does not at all copy the podcast. When you do a podcast, you're very limited, uh, but you capture the voices of the people. You'll hear the different Southern accents, and you'll hear my personal reflections on those. But we were limited to basically 22 to 37 minutes about. With the book, I'm able to provide people with more important historical context, more information about the places where we were. And I could include a lot of the stories that we had to cut because of the time limitations on the podcast. And my editor was really strongly, uh, was really strong about encouraging me to do this. She wanted me to add my personal reflections, my personal experiences related to the Green Book and this particular subject. And I did that. And so in many ways, this book is not only the lived history of the people I interviewed, on this 2021-mile road trip from Detroit to New Orleans. It's also part of my own lived history that I've included in the book. The book is Driving the Green Book, a road trip through the living history of black resistance, and it is written by Alvin Hall, who will be tonight on stage at the JCC Steinberg Family Center. Thanks so much for spending time with us. We appreciate it. I appreciate it too, Debbie. Thank you so much. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.